0: in my own journey through this human experience. And I want to share a little bit of that with you today. My first divorce, losing my mom, remarried, became a mom We're looking at another divorce. I quit my job again. I sold my house. I bought a van, learning and unlearning and growing and evolving and healing through all of that. What would I do differently? Hello and welcome to Peace by Pieces. I'm your host, Ashley Hutt. And now I'm a brain engineer. I am a certified hypnotherapist and a rapid transformational therapy practitioner and life coach. And while all those may be big fancy words, my biggest experience has been my own life and my own journey through this human experience. And I want to share A little bit of that with you today. I've always been a little bit of an out of the boxer. My mom used to say that I've always marched to the beat of my own drum. And there are big decisions in my life looking back that I made in myself and did and executed and lived without asking for or needing permission from anybody else. And while that is my foundation, part of it, many of those decisions were still kind of within the framework of what was expected up until a certain point. So I graduated from high school, I went to college. I chose to study civil engineering, which is a little out of the box for a female, especially in the early 2000s. Things were starting to change then. Um, when I graduated from college, I, my boyfriend and I moved to, from Indiana to Southern California. So that was a little out of the box, but also, you know, at the end of college, um, people choose where they're going to go. Many go back home. Many stay in their state or go to a nearby city and many go someplace completely different, right? So that's not completely outside of what was to be expected. I got a job we got married these were all we got married um unconventionally but it was still to be expected right and then we chose to join the peace corps and that was probably the first rift of this is going against what is expected so I quit my job and left behind that career as a civil engineer to join the Peace Corps, to live in another country for two and a half years. And at that time, they decided everything for you. like You didn't get to pick and choose. You got sent wherever they wanted to send you. And you either said, all right, let's go. Or you said no. <laughs> and that was the end of it. And I really wanted it. So, so I lived for two and a half years in the Dominican Republic. And that experience completely changed me. When our service was over, I, now I get to decide how much it is that I want to share. So if I look at the time in my life when, when the choices that were being made were, were outside of what was expected and when things really kind of started speeding up and happening back to back to back. Um, they were saying my, my first divorce, losing my mom. My mom passed away when I was 32, which is hard. Then I got remarried and not only remarried, but I immigrated, um, a whole family into the United States. And then I got pregnant and then I became a mom. And then that marriage wasn't working. And we're looking at another divorce and then. I quit my job again in there somewhere and became an entrepreneur and then I sold that company and then I sold my house and then I bought a van and I created another company and I quit engineering altogether and I was trained as a rapid transformational therapist and and certified hypnotherapist. And then I started a whole nother company and then building this business learning and unlearning, and growing, and evolving, and healing through all of that, becoming a conscious parent and a conscious human, choosing to release some of my default programming and choose new defaults of how I'm going to show up and think and behave and love in this lifetime. And some questions that I was recently asked are one visualize back to the beginning whatever that means and at this time it i was thinking the my first divorce visualizing back then what would i do differently what would i do differently at the beginning of this eight years ago the beginning of this where things just started moving much faster and the things that i would tell my past self is to not take it so seriously that we are conditioned to look at things, um, as black and white, good and bad and right and wrong. And, um, you can't do this. You have to do this. You shouldn't do that. And all of these constructs and that it's like life or death. And there's, there's really only one thing that's life or death <laughs> and that's life and death. Um, that to not take it so seriously. And that doesn't mean that it's not serious, but that it's, that it's not life or death. That divorce, a marriage, becoming a mom, quitting your job, getting fired from a job, or having a health scare, even, or even losing someone that you love that actually does include death. It's still not life or death, but it's not that it's only as heavy as you make it. The next thing would be that this this doesn't define you this doesn't define you and it'll actually end up helping you and others divorce doesn't define me but it did it was a it was an opportunity for me to learn and unlearn and heal and grow myself and in that process i'm now helping others to do the same the other thing that I would do differently is it, with the first divorce, I would really have dug into the why, digging into why, why are you doing this? Why do you feel this way? Why, 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 why to uncover the nuggets of gold with my name on it that are inside of me that I didn't find until years later. And that's okay too. I would tell her to not be afraid to feel her emotions that Her emotions are messengers. I don't think I fully allowed myself to feel all of my emotions up until about three years ago, which is wild. And because most of us, especially in this generation and raised by um, the generation that we were raised by, emotions were always downplayed. Emotions were shut down, not known how to deal with, not understood how to regulate them or to manage them and we just turn them off. And the big one that I would tell myself is that you don't have to do this alone because the underlying theme of a lot of my life and especially a lot of things that I've held very close and true to me as a person in my life, my decisions, is that no one understands me and no one's going to understand. And that I'm all alone. In that, when I look back through many different events of my life, that feeling, that underlying feeling, has been there. Society had told me divorce was bad. I felt bad for wanting divorce. I felt bad for being divorced. I didn't want the name any that that word near me I didn't want to identify as a divorced woman I felt all sorts of feelings around that and that no one would understand why I was getting divorced they would try to talk me out of it they would want me to explain they would tell me I was wrong or make me feel like I was wrong and that I should be doing something different and I didn't want any of that so I just did but that didn't mean that I didn't feel those things anyway and that actually kept me keeping it all inside instead of opening up to not being alone and that's one of the spaces that that i provide now i've created that space for moms of all kinds women of all kinds that are in this state of growth and evolution to come together for love support encouragement and growth together with tools and resources and courses and workshops and all of the things guided and led by me It's called Break the Mold Club, and round one, the doors close March 31st, so if you've missed this round, round two will open up in June, so stay tuned. The second question that I was asked was, what would I keep the same? What would I keep the same? And the one thing I could think of at the time was that I would continue to courageously show up for what I know that I need to do. You know, maybe, maybe I did carry a, no one's going to understand me. I can't tell anyone this. I can't talk to anyone about this. I don't want to explain myself. I don't want to be told I'm wrong. Maybe I did carry that. And in some ways, I do still carry that. But at the same time, I didn't let that stop me from what I knew in my heart, in my being, in my everything that I needed to do. It didn't stop me from courageously showing up. For what what I knew was right for me in that moment. So, what has this journey looked like for me? It's been messy, imperfect, imperfect, Mm -hmm. perfectly imperfect. It's been um, surprising and thrilling at sometimes the amounts and levels of, of joy and bliss that I've been able to experience, the lifestyle that i've been able to experience that wasn't never even on my radar or wish list or dream board before um the level of connection that i have with myself and with my daughter is beautiful and amazing the level of self-reflection and compassion and empathy that I have for past versions of me and how to be with her and also learn from her and grow from her and forever grateful for every step that I've ever taken because it's brought me here. It's been risky. (laughs) It's been unfamiliar. It's been uncomfortable. It's been, there's been a lot of unknowns and uncertainty of not knowing, not knowing, not knowing where something will take me, not knowing what will be uncovered, not knowing what my next steps will be. And that's also been really freeing in experiencing that level of uncertainty and being at peace with it instead of stuck in fear. It's grown my levels of self trust that really no matter what comes my way or whatever is next or whatever thing that I literally cannot fathom or imagine that's coming, that no matter what that is, I trust myself. I love myself and I know that I will respond in the best way available to me at that time. The journey has been slower than I anticipated, and yet, well, not not slower than I anticipated, slower than I wanted. At the end of my second divorce, I wanted to heal quick. And it did, in some aspects, that was very quick. I was very quick to forgive. The whole marriage to forgive my ex-husband to forgive pieces of myself and to reach a, a peace about that marriage that ended very quickly and that was just the beginning <laughs> and it was just the beginning and i didn't know that that would be just the beginning and pieces of it have been lightning fast a single moment or hour, or two hours of a targeted therapy session, or a journal entry, or a moment of reflection that is like a light bulb moment of things clicking into place, and things connecting, and like the last puzzle pieces falling into place to create this whole picture of like, OMG, this all makes sense now. There's been moments that have happened like that as well. But I know that those are kind of the culmination of many other moments came before. So the journey has been all of that. And there's been a lot of tears. There's been a lot of hurt. There's been a lot of discomfort. And there's been so much joy and happiness and connection and unimaginable love. And acceptance and peace. So that's a little bit of my journey. And no matter if you are married or divorced or never married, whether you're a mom or you're not a mom or you're an empty nester or you're still in the same job you've had for 20 years or you have recently shifted that or want to shift that or you're in perfect physical health or you're looking to make physical health changes. Whether you have a loving, beautiful relationship with your parents or you've lost them in one way or another to death or disconnection, whether you're an only child or one of 10, whether you have a whole circle of friends or you're a loner, whether you're an extrovert or an introvert, introvert or an Enneagram 9 or 3 or 2 or an INFJ or whatever it is, our journeys and inspire and support and encourage one another. And that's what I do. This is my work. This is why I have this podcast and this platform. This is what I do with my one-to-one clients and my group clients. This is what I do for my my presence on social media. I I aim to be a light, shining my own light, so that others can recognize theirs. And allow theirs and uncover theirs, their own light. I wrote this three years ago, and I call it the messy middle. And I'm going to share it today, and then we'll wrap up this episode. It says, the middle is messy, but it's where the magic happens. You're past to the point of no return. You're so far in the tunnel that you can't see. You can't see the light at the end. You can't see the light from where you came, and it's just dark. The messy middle is where miracles happen. You're scared, you're hurt, and you're tired, but you can't just sit here. You were not meant to live in the dark. You stand up. You put one foot in front of the other as you move forward. With every step, you cheer because you know you are one step closer to the other side, one step closer to the light and then someone comes someone who has been in the darkness before they've come with a flashlight to help you find your way you can't go back to where you came from that end of the tunnel was closed and you can't stay in the dark because you were not meant to live in the dark one foot in front of the other thankful for each step the light shone from those who have gone before You emerge on the other side into the sunshine. A new person, a new woman with a brand new life ahead of her. A life of her own choosing. You are strong, you are courageous and you are confidently you. The middle is messy but it's where the miracles happen. And with that, I will leave you for today. Thank you for listening to this episode of Piece by Pieces. If you're interested in any of my courses, workshops, group programs with brain retraining tools. You can find all of that at www.ashleyhut.com/links and that link is in the page notes below. Thank you for listening. Much love.